even know what to say about tonight's show besides it's one of those Zeus baby tell me if this is a narcissism trait it might be this might be a narcissism trait but this is one of those nights where I'm like am I actually like in control of things and I, this is a big simulation and and I'm willing what I think if it, the, the what do they call that the power of intention is that happening right because I don't know I don't know if anyone missed it the ace of the universe is challenging again for the AEW. I mean, there's announcements all over this show. We don't even know what CM Punk's doing. And I'm just coming on through, Zooms. What an episode of Dynamite. Thank you all for the support, Zooms. I guess we have some people to jump in there and thank. I mean, speaking of CM Punk, you saw CM Punk on this show. You talk about, talk about brain. Automatic 7. Uh, you, I mean, and that's, you didn't even touch on the 30-minute the draw uh, opening match. Classic. That was the best the best match of Adam Cole's time here in AEW. It's so sure. much to get to. So much stuff happened. You didn't even mention the main event. Uh, <laughs> BCC against the Elite on this thing. This was a massive show. Uh, you could tell, I think, the whole week down Come to on. the made a special poster for it. It was like, this was like uh, pretty blatantly, like this is the sales pitch for, for Bindor. And if you're the kind of fan that this show hit with, I think it's a pretty clear sign that this coming weekend is for you, right? So I, this is sort of, and we can get into the show and hear the thoughts, and I will thank the people in a moment. But this is sort of, to me, um, there's an interesting conversation going on with AEW right now, right? A lot of people con concerned about uh, maybe the collision ticket sales and all that stuff and, and sort of the hotness of the product and the excitement for the product. It is nice to know that you have these reminders on the way when you're fighting these little culture wars of like, right, but this show is for you. Right, it's like right, but they are building to Forbidden Door. This is the show that you want to watch, right? You can think about all the bigger picture stuff, but like oh, in reality, sure. tonight's show is for you if you're a huge fan of this stuff. And like I said off the top, it makes us feel lucky to be doing a show because, yeah, um, it, like you said, it's like, are you creating this show out of your brain? It is very nice. Um, you feel like the the, the, the it's, it's paying off for how dedicated we are, are to this product and how fun it can be to watch and how. Um, some weeks you're just sort of slogging through it. It's just sort of the reality of it. Um, this stuff makes it all worth it. So I feel highly sentimental about how good tonight's show was. Yes. Perfectly said, as always, big brother. I echo all of your thoughts, but I'll sort of litter them throughout the show, which we will be getting through. Top to bottom. I said it during On the Noise, so I want to make sure that it is heard clearly. This Saturday night, me and a special guest will be breaking down collision. The moment it ends, just like an AA Double Dudes, two-hour show. Maybe not two-hour A-double dudes, but uh, Saturday night, Punk is back. And so is J-Zero on Saturdays. Saturday night, special edition. Please tune in. I do want to call out one great show from the chat. Please. Uh, Area Thrasher crushing it and pointing out I was playoffs, and, that too. playoffs in, both of, in both of the NHL and NBA are done. So they're really cranking it up. I agree with that. It does It did feel very clear, like, there's some attention up for grabs. And, and I think AEW traditionally has been a summer highlight company. Uh, let's get through the subs here. Let's get through the scores. We can dig into this delicious roast that is ahead of us. Uh, starts off today with Gritchy. subscribing with Prime, which is free. Uh, you have Amazon Prime, which I'm pretty sure you Thank do. You. you don't like to wait for things. If you're a goddamn American or you're North American or you're somebody who consumes North American media, you shouldn't have to wait for products. You have to wait for products. Uh, if... Like you just heard on the announce on that announcement that you want to give some subs, that's great too. We really appreciate the support. You get the emotes, and Josh, you were saying the best part of the emotes is you get to text them to each other if you're on iMessage. I feel like this is the only plug we should do on the show. You could use them in the week. chat, and that's tons of fun, and they pop up on the screen, and we love it. No uh, question. And thank you, you, you very much for that five pack, and we'll get to the rest of the subs, like you said, in a second, Zoobs. Uh, no question in my damn mind that I lost my train of thought uh, as the, the sub noise came in. Fantastic. 
Uh, it's about Amazon Prime, I bet. Sorry, uh, that's exactly you. right. The texting with the damn emails. There's nothing better, Zoom. With the damn wrestling brain. This is sensory overload on nights like tonight. I, I, I'm treading water. Uh, let's do the subs. Let's do the scores. Let's get into the show. Yes? Yes. Uh, Gritchy. Subscribe with Prime. We got us on this tangent in the first place. Five months for Gritchy. <laughs> Captain Twigs with Prime, Prime. 12 yeah. months. Uh, Jay's Retro with Prime. 21 months. Ashton Come Kutcher on. with Prime. 23 months. It's free. They're giving it to you. Give it to us. The Maddie Mac. 31 months saying maybe it's a break the scale night it might just be to be frank with you usually you don't want people breaking the scale tonight it's like if someone broke the scale i'd be like and this is what it's all about for me it's obviously a Not seven me, I'd be that's as high as it goes yeah uh marlon phillips as as we mentioned shouted out already 11 months area thrasher 19 months with an lfg info road gave out five you heard the music underneath the music marlon phillips gave out five you heard the music uh fruits are edible subscribe with prime uh, and then gave the whole spiel about it, subscribing with Prime um, that maybe drowned out something we were saying, but probably not. Uh, XX307, 21 months. Uh, Bobby Burrito's community sub. Uh, I am Ahab giving on a community sub. Seven from McVander Huge, gifted out on a, for a seven show. And Scoots Brodo, gifted one to Chucky T. Always happy to have the Chuckster among the Brainiacs. There's your subs. Thank you, everybody, so much for your Thank you, everyone. generosity. Um, always such a great great group of people here so thank you well zoobs i think that it's all out of the way and there's only one thing that's left to do it's to do what we do best around these parts let's go to you and the brainiacs in the chat and ask them on a scale of one to seven with one being the worst and seven being the best what did you rate tonight's episode of aw dynamite this wasn't a damn pay-per-view you didn't spend a dime on it this was a free tv show on one to seven maddie if you'd be so kind please hit the music one two You know, Josh, then just the people closest to you that break your heart. We've got the best crowd in wrestling, don't we? What did somebody I love break the scale? Oh no. Read them out, baby. No, say it ain't zoomed. I, I wasn't Read looking. Those scores. I just saw some sevens. That's all I saw. Oh no. All right. Let's scroll to the top. This is tough. This is tough. Let's let okay. Well, let's machine cut through the scores. I don't feel good about it. I know. Neither do I. I don't feel good. I was feeling great. My the vibes at the start of the show were immaculate. <laughs> I'm at, I will say you read the scores. I will say. I did preemptively apologize while gifting out five subs for this very action. If you are going to do it. That does change things. Yeah. Yeah. Money, you know, it's like Zoobs and I always say, for money, you can do anything. That's right. Well, let's read through the scores here, Zoobs. <laughs> here we go. 
Rick Mittens with a seven, Cadenza with a seven, Zangzone with a seven, I may have with the seven, Snake Ones with a seven, Captain Twins with a seven, Ibrahim with a seven, Marlon Phillips with a seven and a half, Hi, it's me, RL with a seven, Aerith Thrasher with a seven, Derek Lord, DDKL with a seven, Seven One with a seven, Orbit Class with a seven, Alex 07 with a seven, Kevsel with a seven, Gandalf Longman with a seven, Corvax 66 with a seven, Stone Cold DT with a seven, Asher Kutcher with a seven, Eric Hartman with a full seven, Maddie Mac with a seven, Lucas or Loop with a seven, Vicky Planet with a full seven, Jay's Retro with a seven, Sapa 55 with a seven, Scoots Porter with a seven, Fruit Sir Edible with a seven, Am I doing it right with a seven? McVander Huge with a seven. Truly McGinnis with a seven. No clue this is with a seven. VZ with a seven. Giesbrecht with a seven. JS604 with a seven. Sludge Williams with a seven. We we could have gone perfect tonight. Marlon, what are you <laughs> what, what the fuck are you doing? We could we, we were like true. we had it in our grasp. Narcissism. That's the problem. Well, someone's oh, it's gotta be me. And you're right, Soups. Maybe the person I love most in there. This is crushing. Of, of all the people that would know to not do it that's what's so beautiful about it uh i mean listen it's a seven um it's it's the so I, I saw in there somebody said top 10 episode of dynamite certainly felt that way um yeah. certainly felt that way and <laughs> marlon secretly knowing that the thousand bits is the cans falling for i don't remember how many times <laughs> that i had forgotten about um just that long that's how many that's how many thousand bits gets you <laughs> nice to see mike and you're wearing a hotel mirror shirt zooms everything's coming together tonight wow isn't that that's fantastic i agree with steak buns nowhere near enough money though to make up for it we we were this close to a perfect night the only <laughs> we, we had like 60 <laughs> answers one of them was not a seven and it was somebody not even following the rules it's it really i'm gonna lose sleep on this one all right, so uh, let's get into it. Where are you on this one, Zoop? Suffice to say, you're probably come on. Seven this range. is a this is an easy seven uh, show of the year. That's for sure. I think the only one that even comes comes to mind for me is I think they had an, one of the early shows where they had one of the Omega matches main event. I felt like felt pretty pretty major. Um, this is show of the year for me. Yeah, oh, I yeah. don't know what I what am I looking for if not this right? Like there was a CM Punk promo on this show, and and it, it like. It, wasn't the first thing that came out of either of our mouths it was and, and there's like i kept saying there's just so much stuff that you forget about um let's get into it i can't wait makes me really happy to hear you say that for our crowd to say it. it it just makes me feel very good about what we've cultivated here all this discourse about no stories and no build i mean maybe i could talk about that a little bit more in the post show shows i have really strong feelings on that i was actually listening to wrestling podcasts because i had lots of driving this weekend i don't usually do Tough. that and it's like it's 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 rough out there brother you there's people it's like i want to call into these shows live and be like what the fuck are you talking about but i won't <laughs> you can't but that is my instinct i want to get on the horn josh yeah. doesn't break this is your like this that. is your this is your phone <laughs> this is your phone call this is my phone call and i'm here with the like-minded brainiacs and uh these oops and mount prince what a blessing let's get into it dynamite coming to us live from it uh a spot of origin washington dc and we get right to it tonight zoobs the atrocious theme song of dynamite plays us in but then we hear baby man it's adam cole's music the crowd is of course because this is a cr uh, crowd and an arena and adam cole's walking out he's thrilled to see him he's got an enormous <laughs> reaction again i didn't like the segment last week i said this over on our twitter account at wrestling underscore brain please give that a follow if you're listening on vod or podcast but it, I, I said this i wasn't crazy about the segment last week but it was incredibly over and I was hoping that would translate to the match. It obviously did. Uh, the crowd was very into Adam Cole as a babyface and MJF as a bad guy here. I did not think this would be an opener. I did not think we would get a 30-minute draw here. In fact, I think it's basically the most interesting thing you could do in this situation. 
sorry to talk so long here, but do you remember Johnny Gargano versus Andrade Cien Almas in NXT? This is years and years ago, like 2017-ish. I do, yeah. So that's a match I really love. I really like that match, even though it has Johnny Gargano in it, who's, you know, obviously just not one of my guys. <laughs> Try to imagine him fighting Kenta Kabashi in 95 and you have, or 93, and you have an idea of how much one of his, my guys he is. And, or, or 2003, really. Um, but this is to say that I like that match because it's sort of New Yorky and great. It's a great match and it has run-ins and both their wives, or not their wives, the manager and the wife gets involved in, in Zelina and Candice. This match was in that vein for me. When people talk about the New York style, this is what you're talking about to me. And I'm certainly not the, even though I'm wearing not on accident WWF shirt tonight, uh, this is the best version of that style where you have ref spots and people teasing belt usages, different weapons on the outside, the heels happy to win on count out. Like these guys go into the, the bag of tricks and they keep on pulling until they hit the bottom. And for me, every moment of it was really a high-end execution and brought me along for the ride. The critical question here, Zoobs, is because of that stip, which we criticized last week, the eliminator match where if Cole wins, did you find yourself biting on things more thinking there was a chance Cole, Cole could win? They got me there by the end. Yeah. Um, I think some great, a great job of sort of people like you slowly, I think you slowly got to like, oh my goodness, they're going to draw like it. Whereas like it was, as you said, n really not thought of it through the first probably 20 minutes of this. You're like, oh, these guys are have put on a good match. They're like, oh, they're putting on a really good match. Yeah, and you're chemistry. like, geez. We're, we, and that was, I was like, geez, it's 929 or probably 829. And they're still like, wow, this is really, they really are doing this. And then um, you sort of start thinking about the, a, a draw right near the end. I actually wasn't really thinking about it at all. Mm. Um, they executed it perfectly, uh, I thought, um, for me. It was just like I didn't even – I wasn't online, like, focusing on it heavily, so I was just, like, really invested in it. I, I completely sort of slipped my mind that they maybe might be going to a draw. Um, so I thought really effective, uh, especially at the end, because um, they did the work to, to 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 get Cole there, I thought. And um, definitely, this, I mean, it's, I mean, geez, really good. It's just like a great, just a great sign, I think, for the company that you can you throw this on your TV show, and it's like it's a great way to elevate Cole and protect MJF, and nobody loses anything. And it's like it's way better than doing like a it's it's not a finish, right? It's not somebody pins the other, but it's also not like a they didn't like just somebody runs in and they th they throw it away. The referee throws the match out, right? Which is what you're so used to in these situations if they're not going to have Cole win it's like it's like oh he's going to lose he's going to get screwed over or it'll be an it'll be a, a no contest or something like that right um i think the use of the the draw is so good um i had definitely thought you know maybe they'll do maybe maybe he wins right the, 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 there's a belt shot there's enough plausible deniability that you're like he still had to go to some um lengths to get it done but he did visibly get it done i thought really effective in that way so i was a big fan of this i really was Totally agree. I don't know if this is on purpose, but maybe they have a bit more of a New Japan-centric audience tuning in tonight, and that's going to be people who are very conditioned to a 30-minute draw. Uh, perhaps even a Bloodsport fan who a couple of years ago, uh, Minoru Suzuki versus Josh Barnett, I think one of the, the best 30-minute draws ever, and, and in the same way doesn't feel unsatisfying at all. Just to go through some of the stuff that I think I found really particularly good about this match is a big complaint, I think, of babyfaces in general, but certainly of other companies and sometimes in AEW, how stupid you have to be to be a babyface. Like you just have to be a moron. Right. And this match let everybody look smart. I'll shout out Eric Hartman, who I think's in the chat and was in my Discord tonight. 
saying that this was like a Bryce Remsburg performance in a lot of ways too. And it absolutely <laughs> was in a lot of ways, be it the count at the end, reading the belt shot, you do like a delayed sell to, oh, oh now, and then the crowd realizes you fucked up. You gave Cole the belt, try to do the old Eddie Guerrero. It's twisting where you think it's going to go back on its head all over again. I personally love the spot. I feel like people don't do it enough where you trap a guy in the apron in between like the ring apron and the skirt. I loved MJF doing that. He also threw the blood packet in there kind of obviously on camera, I thought tonight, which is funny to see. He, he bites into the viscous barbecue sauce and then comes out and like throws it in like it's a trash can, like throws it into the ring apron. Very funny stuff. Couldn't say enough good stuff. Even in the crowd parts of this match, Zoops, it's so fun. I didn't get the sense this guy was a plant. Just face wash a dude who's wearing a hat and glasses that they go spilling <laughs> off. Like it's just so funny and great. Uh yeah, very easy to get into this match. The dynamic between them plays out very easily. Crowd wants Cole to win. They hate MJF. This is the benefit you have of having MJF as your world champion. Shout out to Adam Cole. So many people, and you know I'm not the biggest fan of this guy, but so many people do submissions in like ways that you wouldn't actually hold on to something. This guy did an ankle lock better than Kurt Angle tonight, folks. Kurt Angle just sort of grabs your ankle. He's like, my, Adam Cole was like, no, I'm going to double wrist your, your ankle and I'm going to yoink on it, MJF. You're going to have to escape. So shout out to Adam Cole for creating that moment. I don't know. MJF seems to be the common factor in a lot of these matches that do old school things that I enjoy. And so maybe I know it was an Adam Cole spot, but I don't know if it's something MJF brought to the table or if it's just uh, by chance. An apron suplex is maybe the biggest bump we'll see MJF take for a little while. A monster on him. And then let's talk through the finish, finish in specificity here. Uh, MJF grabs his world title after Bryce Remsburg takes a bump. And he realizes he has a chance to wail on MJF. Or to, on Adam Cole. Then he sees Bryce Remsburg sort of stirring on the ground, waking up. So he does the Eddie Guerrero. He throws Adam Cole the belt. He catches it. And he takes a bump acting like Adam Cole has hit him. Bryce Rampersworth gets up, but then he falls back down, and he's out again. And Adam Cole sort of realizes that, oh, the, the ref's out, and I have a weapon. And in almost every instance, you'd have, like, the will-they-won't-they babyface, and maybe their friend would stop them, or something that doesn't totally detooth them. Not here in All Elite Wrestling. Adam Cole's just going to be like, you know what? Fuck it. Because wails him with the belt. Yeah. Yeah, this guy's cheated in every corner in this match. You're going to be Wrestling like, match. I'm yeah. above this? Like, come on, man. It's not real. Like, I really like that they chose to make that decision and to make everybody look smart and competent here. And and it's comeuppance, right? It's a it's a real comeuppance. It's, this isn't like Sami Zayn being like, do I ever do anything? It was like <laughs> as Adam Cole, right? It, it, it totally fit. Um, I thought, I, I agree with you. I thought um, a beautiful send-up of that. And I, yeah, great call. The, the Rensburg performance, great, absolutely great call. And this is why it's so important for me that we can keep Adam Cole as a baby face. Maybe the promo stuff and the story stuff isn't quite there yet. He still has some searching to do because I think he's been able to be like cool, detached heel for a pretty long time. And, and, and that has been a formula for success for him and not knocking it. But like if he if he's over, right? He, he does the taunts. Yeah. He's super over. He's when he wrestled as a baby face, he gets super over and people want to cheer for him. Um, whether he's our cup of tea or not, like you said, in the arenas, people are going nuts for this guy. So it's, I think it's important for me that, that, that they can keep this whole package going. I know it's, it's been a little challenging. And I think part of that is to what you're saying, like sometimes you have to be such a, uh, you have to be stupid sort of to be a baby face. Um, you know, not everybody can do it without being corny, which is like that's sort of the new style of baby face that we really enjoy in AEW. A lot of the time they're not, it's, it's finding that line between 
corniness and like likability, right? Um, I think Cole can do it, and they've they took some big swings on the things that he's been put in place to do. And uh, I thought this I thought this earned uh, earned the draw. Like I think mm-hmm. when you think about the, the type you of challenges MJ should be facing in between the major stories. Like it is guys like MJF, like guys that are super over, guys that can get to his level in the ring. Like he's as good as MJF in the ring. There's no question about that. I don't think. Um, and as in the upper percentile of people that are over as baby faces on your roster right now. So a great fit. Um, great call to have it open. I think mm-hmm. sort of like, like you said, you didn't expect it. I didn't expect it. You sort of perk up immediately. Like, Ooh, title matches on first. Um, and it totally delivered for the slot. So, um, yeah, no complaints, massive thumbs up across the board. Really, really loved spending the first quarter of the, of the show with this. It's so funny to me that MJF is constantly shitting on new Japan. It's like so much of his match structures are such new Japan. Like everything he builds these like slow burn epics. They did the big forearm spot. It's it, MJF's moveset also rocks. It's like even not like, the heat seekers super cool. That what what's that peach thunder driver? What whatever it is, the the driver he does, it's not quite Nichinoku, he like leans further in. But that's incredibly sick, obviously. He does out like we all know from the Darby matches, like all these cool pin reversals. He's just like a great wrestler, just an obviously great wrestler, capable of a great match. And frankly, again, we're not Adam Cole guys, but I bet you I'm speaking for Zoobs here too. That next time they match up Adam Cole and MJF, we'll be paying attention. And that's the nice thing about having a good match. You buy some goodwill in that pairing. And his best match in AEW, I think, Adam Cole for me. I really liked the death match with Hanger too. It'd be one of those two. The dead eye through the table. Cole really went to hell on that one. The way I appreciate it. But yeah, my one of those son was there. born that day. Frankly, I'm sure that was the day my son was born. Are you kidding me? I think so. Hangman had a Texas Death Match on the day on the day my son was born. That's so cool! Wow. <laughs> I know what action figure I'm getting the youngster. Uh, Orbital Class saying a great finish to give room for a big Forbidden Door match and then come big, come back to in the all out, all in period. Yeah, absolutely. I then, like Eric says in the chat, not sad that uh, Adam Cole will be missing Forbidden Door. Completely fine. V's head saying this was a nice contrasting mirror from the Jungle Boy moment at uh, Double or Nothing. I agree. Uh, and Stakeabun saying, oh, I was sure Cole was winning. Yeah, I'm sure. And, and, and I think, again, that stipulation actually helps there in uh, buying in. So, yeah, really wonderful stuff. Everybody gets to look smart. Everybody's doing their thing. Uh, nice stuff. We criticize the AW camera work and audio work quite uh, a lot. I want to give them some credit. They caught the MJF, like, ring moment and all the drama from the bottom really, mm. really well of him putting on the pinky ring. And then again, Bryce also catches him. He's like, no, give me that damn ring. Like, it's coming off. Like, just, yeah, really, really nice match. Like, I really, we get lots, of, like, you get a Kenny Omega. Okay, I'm going to say something extreme here. Maybe people won't agree with this. <laughs> You you can keep Kenny Omega Vikingo is a great match. I love watching that style of wrestling, but I prefer this. Like clearly, like when you talk about TV match of the year, okay, is Kenny Omega Vikingo or Cole MJF? I, I would rather watch Cole MJF every day of the week. So there you go. Strong. That's me. I'm gonna see that in person. Next, we're hanging out next week. I can't believe it. I can't believe. It. Can't wait, wait, man. It's gonna be wild. It is really gonna be wild. Okay. So Zoobs, you say you say, all right, you open with a great match. Champions in action. They might have some extra eyeballs. Tony's been doing press this week uh for collision. They open with a great match. Okay, so so what, what are we gonna do next? What do we do after we, we put our champion? We've maybe led with our best foot. What do we do? What about a CM Punk? 
promo. <laughs> okay. Oh, and no, no one's no one's noticed. I, I've had this little Naito here. There's this doll here for 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 three weeks. I'm trying to will him in Punk, even though I still think this is gonna be him and Kenta. I, I, somebody in my Discord says there's a rumor it's Naito Punk. I will I will ascend to heaven if that's the case. <laughs> and <laughs> it'd be Naito Punk booked, and then you won't go to Collision because he'd be like, man. I want to save myself. And then Punk will like sabotage himself out of the company on the Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) No, in my luck. You don't want me going to to collision. That's the only way we know for sure he won't be there. Now, Josh, you mentioned, you mentioned that the person asked you in the discord or, or mentioned in the discord, this rumor. Did they by chance ask you for money right after? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. $5, please. Uh, I've, (laughs) I've heard that, uh, uh, Tetsuya Naito, May or not be, uh, may or may not be wrestling someone of note on the AW roster. More to come. Five dollars. <laughs> More to come, Zeus. More to come. CM Punk is coming back for the same reason he was here the first time to settle scores. That doesn't sound like a guy who's long term avoiding the elite to me. Hmm. This Saturday night, I will have a microphone in my hand. I'm in. Oh, okay. What time? What time's that, that makes, on? That makes two of you. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Lots of things are common. Me and the punk man. The more you think of it, it's a kind of the same, really similar guy. I mean, so, if, if I asked you both when you'd be in Toronto next, you'd probably give a similar answer. <laughs> more and more zooms. Do we prefer color or black and white tattoos? Do, do we? You know, yeah. eyes. Lots of common. Uh, I'm gonna have a microphone in my hand. Who knows what I'll say or do? But I've got a lot of things I've got to get off my chest. Repeating, of course, the famous line from the pipe bomb. I don't need to see much more. He looked super sick here. Chicago transit going on behind him. Uh, Zoobs on the seven scale purely just to see CM Punk speak again on AW property. Where where are we finding you? Any and all CM Punk content at this point, it can't miss for me because like... He's done it. Like you truly have no idea now, right? Even if you're, if you, even if you're one of the people that isn't on your mind plane, right? Where you're like, I am in a hundred percent. Even if you're, even if you feel the opposite way, you can't yeah. miss what he's going to say. Like he's done it again. Uh, it's basically can't miss. Even if you're like, I'm, I hate this guy. You're, you're gonna be like, what if he intentionally tries to submarine the company in public? It's like he's done it. He's absolutely done it again. The madman. I was reminded very much of Howard Stern uh, when Punk got cheers and booze for his announced return last week or maybe two weeks ago, whenever that was. Uh, Because Howard Stern, there's this famous stat about him. I think it was in the late 90s where it's like the average Howard Stern fan listens to the Howard Stern show for 34 minutes, which I think you probably know, Zoobs. It's like actually super long in radio. Like that's a a good time to hold the listener. But then the average Howard Stern hater listens for three minutes longer than the average Howard Stern fan. And right. then you pull the haters and it's like, well, I got to hear what he says next. <sighs> I thought a little bit of that vibe by punk. It's like, there's not one person that hates this guy that isn't watching on Saturday. Yeah. It's, it's great. Incredible. The anticipation of what may uh, transpire is incredible. Um, man, looking forward to it. Holy, holy. It's all coming up. I can't believe this. We got so unlucky. I'm going to gush for a second about our live show. We got so fucking unlucky last year. Remember how bummer we were just like, geez, we, we went to, we, you came all the way across the country. We didn't see the elite. We didn't see MJF in action. We didn't see CM Punk. We didn't see Hangman Pate. We didn't see anybody. No Kenny Omega. No one was we got there. Nothing. 
and and you know people it's a dynamite so people aren't flying in from all over the world like they are this coming weekend and it's finally like it's cast iron pan sizzling hot again i am so excited Oof. thank god i'm ready to rock and i'm glad you said all that but let's get to the people let's see what the people have to say as we get to our first keep it or kick it of the evening of course keep it or kick it a segment where i pull a prop from my wrestling brain and i give it to you these dudes and you the brainiacs in the chat and you must tell me if you want to keep that prompt which means you like it you love it you want some more of it or you kick that prompt which you hate it despise it never want to see it again so are you ready for the first of three keep it or kick it tonight it feels controversial i can't wait keep it or kick it this statement cm punk is getting the pin and win on Saturday night. I'm feeling I'm up. yourself hi it's me rl thank you for the subscription 18 months that's a year and a half wrestling brain come on yourself <laughs> all right relax uh a great one cm punk getting the pin and win on saturday night in the united center might i add uh steak says keep what well, yum oj and vz say kick i may have says keep marlon phillips says kick I am, am I doing it right? Says keep. And then here come the kicks. Uh, Captain Twigs, Area Thrasher, Sludge Williams, and Corvax 1266. Dark Lord, DKL, Geesbrecht, and Cadenza. And Trilly McGinnis then counter with four straight keeps. You have split it. You've done it. Uh, Lucas or Luke, I don't care. With kick. Seesapa with a keep. Richard Edible with a keep. Ashton Kutcher says kick. And then four straight keeps. It is McVander Huge. X, X307, hi, it's me, RL, and Maddie Mac. A kick from no clue what this is. A keep from GMF1294. Keeps from Kevsell and keeper. Gandalf Longgren. That's a lot of keeps or kicks. Some great participation. Thank you so much. And you, I mean, geez, 55-45 maybe for keep? A, a, a smidgy? Yeah, I, I was going to say 60-40, so we're in the same ballpark here. You catching a whiff of something here? Is that what this is? Well, you think about it, right? So everyone's expecting... Samoa Joe and Punk to break off here, right? Okay, so what are you going to do here? Is it going to dissolve? It's going to main event collision for sure. So you can't have a non finish. So, what is the finish that also propels Punk and Joe? Is it those two brawling away and it becomes a 2v2 match? Like, there's a lot of ways where I feel like Punk and Joe are not involved in the finish of this match. Like, Joe isn't aligned enough. I see the chat rightfully guessing. Like, I think the odds-on favorite is probably CM Punk pins Juice Robinson. But how does that get him to punk Joe? Unless we think he's going punk Jay White first. But he also can't pin Joe in the match and then move on to Joe. So, yeah, I'd be kicking this. I think so, too. I think Punk and Joe, maybe they... Maybe there's, like, it's just too much of a flare-up. I mean, do the old, like, they're just... They consume with each other and and 
end up not seeing uh the rest of it and I, and and you know uh FTR putting dropping uh Juice Robinson makes sense to me or yeah. or Jay White or or the Bullet Club sneaking in and pinning somebody in FTR sure. um great it's going to be great though this is this weekend this is Saturday uh, yeah, if if you Cadenza's point is if you believe this, I get to keep for sure that Punk Jay White happens, and then they go to mm. Joe presumably for a pay per view, which would you know make a ton of sense too. I see, I see. We got to sell those collisions on the road in, in Canada. How hilarious is it that like Punk Joe is a feud is going to be like a nationwide ticket seller again? I mean, this the the bottom of my heart, not joking at all. I feel a sentimentality for that feud somehow being relevant in 2023 that I have hard, like, I can't really put words to. It's like something mixed with, like, weird and so happy. Like, how are those guys, like, how is everyone salivating for this? They've done it three times, and then Punk pinned him in the tag, or, or in, sorry, in the four-way, and it's like, wow. They still, everybody wants a piece. Like of the most, it's like if Omega Okada were getting back together 20 years down the road. And it's like, actually, you know what? We want a fifth go around, even though that was a very like tidy feud. Worth noting, Punk's never pinned Joe in singles. Worth noting. Oh God, Sludge Williams saying Punk Joe for an ROH pay-per-view. Oh my heavens. I How mean, am I supposed to concentrate? I, I wouldn't be surprised that wouldn't be that I'll say this. I wouldn't be that surprised if they do sort of have Punk in a utility role in this way, where it's like and following on this a little bit. Dynamite sort of is what it is week in, week out, sort of no matter what happens at this point. It's about the, it's about the same side show. They've done a great job establishing it on Wednesdays. If he is the guy that they do throw on ROH like pay-per-views or and one episode of a build or like the like really carrying the I, I I could see them moving him around what they really need to focus the company on any given time. Yeah, I I hope you're right because I mean again if they put CM Punk on ROH, let me tell you it's the the, the Saturday Night A show. It's uh wow man, I hadn't even considered that. They do it again. The first they sell the most DVDs the company's ever done. Now here in 2023 they're gonna sell those pay per views. That would really be something. That would really be something. Wow. Do I have to continue? <laughs> uh, because, and I wrote this down. This isn't me making it up for a joke. It was written on my cue card. You, you can't do this to me. Not you, Zoops, or man. Obviously not you guys. I'm, I'm talking to Tony Khan. You guys, you guys, first of all, can do anything to me. And secondly, had nothing to do with Thornwell to complain. As far as I know, and if you did, I hope you'll admit it. Because you have this wonderful opening match. We move on to CM Punk. And my list of stuff that can't follow that isn't that long. There's some stuff that can follow it. But what what was the last, what, what did we learn on the road to double or nothing? What did we learn? We must have learned something. Those guys were feuding together forever. And yet we moved to a Sammy Guevara promo after all. <laughs> a big water weed dune hair seeing Sammy Guevara here to talk. Now, granted... Despite a tepid crowd reaction and some sucking of the air out of the room, he has pregnancy, which is a, always a very over baby face thing. No it one is. is comfortable booing, nor should they be, for the record. I'm not, I'm not saying that's wrong, but I'm saying, okay, yeah, you can lean into this. He says, you know, I'm pregnant with my wife, Tay Mello. You guys remember that? My, yeah, we love my her. wife, she's pregnant. Um, Darby Allen comes out, and, and I thought, come on, man. 
we, we, we're, we're about to have Darby talking to, of all things to not do, we're having Darby talk to Sammy. This was lost on me, having these guys interact further, but nonetheless. And again, he even says, I've said this all before. And Darby was, yes, okay he here. does. He goes, say I said it. this all before, but it's not called the Sting Appreciation Society. You know, Jericho's, it's like, Line so nice, I said it twice. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It wasn't nice enough for me, Zooms. But on uh, t-shirt, but Darby, he says it twice because he gets to go on a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Keep that one out, on an eye out for next month's merch match, eh? Golly. Uh, Darby's, uh, but who's interrupting Darby making all these points? Of course, it's Chris Jericho. He's none too happy with Darby. He thinks Darby's a loser. Says, Sammy, hey, man, you never called me all that time when you were chasing the world championship. Thank you for the follow. Hits Rider 7291. You would have been world champion if you would have called me. Yeah, I would have helped you. And uh, yeah, man, we would have <laughs> been on the, we're at the top of the card, me and you together. And wouldn't that have been great? And then Sammy has a good line. He says, Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't call me as Adam Cole beat you twice. And so, you know, you know, I don't know if you have any relationships like this in your life, but it's like the phone does go both ways. Right. You, know, you can't forget that. It's, it's, it's hard for you to send a text as me, you know? Yeah. I'm not talking, again, not, not to you and Matt. I get it. Yeah, I get it. I thought Sammy made a cogent point here. Uh, that said, I love this next line delivery from Darby. As Chris Jericho says, listen, you actually think you can beat us two-on-one? You think, you think, you could, Sammy and I, the sex gods? Like, we're going to kick your ass. Maybe we'll do it right now. And Darby just goes, I'm, act I'm not actually alone. And it's like, that's... Like when you're making the Darby Allen montage of this outcast, no family cast aside, actual underdog in a way that I buy from other people. I don't know. Maybe I was, you know, I was already enjoying the show. Darby's like, I'm actually not alone. Lights out. Oh shit. Right. It's Darby's default backup. Literally sting. Literally sting is like, oh, if Darby needs backup, he's going to get, you know, one, one of the biggest stars in wrestling history. I just like this. I just thought that was very nice. And this is leading to a uh, tag match next week. This lineup, the Sex Gods versus Sting and Darby. I think and Sting and Darby are out here for the next match as well. Yeah, I think we might be. I, I think it might. It, it's important maybe to with with the, what they're trying to do with Sammy. Like whether they're, they're clearly trying to go in a way and they're going to see if people will re receive it this time. Um, it's a, it's going to be important to give him a moment of like obvious split with Jericho as well, right? It's sort of they. As long as while those little things hover over him, it's going to be hard to ever be. It's like, yeah, are you still associated with the like three or four acts that you've been associated with? Like, not that stuff's been cleanly severed. I think clearly sure. severing from them um, will be a, a point of rehab for them that they do have to do for him. I agree. Or they could just, you know, maybe he needs to do life somewhere else, like Ring of Honor. Like, he could be sort of a big fish in Ring of Honor. Yeah, maybe. I think that I think they have big, bigger plans. I think they. They want yeah, it. I know. I was sort of. I was you're trying. Open. I get it. You're trying. And you got to remember... make your mind up. Is, is Ring of Honor where you're sending the good ones or the bad ones? Yeah, you know what? Previous <laughs> segment. I only <laughs> want it all, right? Uh, <laughs> but, but, but this is true. People remember the the Joes and the Punks and the Bryans and the and the the Lokis and all these great wrestlers of Ring of Honor. But let me tell you, the, the truth of the matter is, Ring of Honor is built off of tons of guys who can't talk zero character and are you know very dangerous and athletic in ring sammy Guevara, that he is spiritually what ring of honor was the the center of for so many years true true uh 
Uh, there you go. But yeah, I thought this was okay. I thought it, I don't need any of this, but again, we spoke last week and maybe it's worth bringing up again in short. What Forbidden Door has to sort of be, there are just going to be these middle feuds and things sort of hanging on, but no no complaints. A good show yeah. helps everything, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The show has so this this show has so many other highlights that it's like I can forgive this being not memorable on like what was an all-star show the rest of the way. Zoobs, I'd like to go to both you and Matt on this next question. I'm not going to talk about this. Uh it's I just want to know your guys' thoughts. You're both attendees at Forbidden Door. We'll go to Zoobs first. Uh attendees at Forbidden Door. Sonata appears on screen. And I, I think it's clear this man has had a glow up. He feels some guys grow with the belt. Like he feels great with that belt in the, the way they shot him and everything. And he says he's having an open challenge to the IWGP championship. Some view that it is the highest prize in wrestling at Forbidden Door. Zoobs, how did it come across to you? And what do you think of that? I mean, very cool. But I'm just very excited about it. I could, I, it's one of those things where like I could present a straw man for positioning and be like the other company, makes the other company seem uh small that the main championship would have an open challenge oh right? sure i didn't even thought but, of that but you know it's, it's awesome it's, it's super cool um you, your mind immediately like flutters with you you get to dream make a match for not long enough unfortunately like they they squashed the mystique of this almost immediately which was strange but um in the moment I'm like, oh, the challenge <laughs> it's, it's, it's me and my best friend like oh I, you couldn't give me a, you couldn't give me a day where I speculated or people were on it for any for a good twenty minutes. And the the open challenge is like the next guy on television gets to anyway. Um, I was excited when it happened, which is the long way. <laughs> like Dumbo Boy later on, notwithstanding, um, I was excited when he showed up. But listen, the guy's got the belt. He's he, I haven't watched a ton of New Japan, so I'm not. So you know, sometimes you watch too much. You're like, I don't know, if Sonata's really for me, and you would you would get maybe a little burnt out on the style or. Your mileage for him would eventually run out. I haven't watched this not a match in in probably a couple of years, so I'm not like burnt out on him that I'll be like, uh, this is going to suck. You know what I mean? And like have my arms crossed or anything, or or vice versa. I'm also not like um, super overeducated on it, so I, I get to go into it pretty clean, and I'm pretty excited. What Matt? about you, Maddie? You you brought it up out the gate. I think that this segment maybe got your attention in a way. I wanted to go to you here. What was it that sort of hit for you here? He looks hot. He looked good, you know. <laughs> He's always had that. He's always been even you know, the hottest I, guy in New Japan. I, but he used to be blonde and have a blonde beard, and that was not oh, it, yeah. you know. There and were people who were legitimately pissed off about Beard Sonata. It's like, how sure. could you do that? Like, you're so gorgeous. Yeah, he's a beautiful man. So the way it was positioned was, oh, this feels like it could be big. So, like, beyond, I know people have problems with him, uh, mainly him being boring, I guess. It, it, like, is what I'm yeah, hearing some he's people saying. Trained, I think people are very used to, like, people in New Japan working the New Japan style. Yeah. He's one of the rare All Japan Dojo poachings, Sonata. And he works a style that's more reflective of it. I really don't like most of his matches. I don't like his move set. I think he has maybe the worst moonsault in the game. Please spare me. I know that it's a, a tribute to Kaijimoto. It, like It doesn't matter to me. I don't think it's good looking. And when you see tons of good moonsaults, it's like you should do a tribute to Tetsuya Endo or Malachi Black. Some of the great great moonsaults. Uh, but I actually, I'm a big fan of Yoda Suji, the most recent Los Angeles Dude Japan 
member and him and Sonata put on a corker in Dominion, which I was a big fan of a couple weeks ago. So I'm, I wanted them to leave it as an open challenge. Me going too. Into Forbidden Door. But Maddie, he looked great. He came across as a star. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go right back to Zoobs and then right back to you because I think this is a big announcement. Let's talk about it now. The Jungle Boy pairing outside of the open challenge. We assume, I think that this is probably going to stick. What do you think of A, announcing it beforehand, Zoobs, and B, the actual pairing of Jungle Boy? I think the actual process of the announcement was a little strange. Of yeah. just like the weird, uh, I'm best friends with Hook intro to this. Um, and then like takes his time saying he's accepting the challenge. Um, listen, like you, I would have loved to have a week of not knowing who it was so we could dream mm. book it for, we only had like a half an hour. Um, that's a small complaint though. Listen, it's, the pairing is going to work. They're going to have a good match. It's, there's no question. I think pretty, I think it's a, when you describe Sonata's relationship to, New Japan, I, you can sort of draw parallels to Jungle Boy, right? Where you're like, he's a good-looking guy, and maybe right now the look isn't probably finalized to where it should be, and it's like, maybe he, you said he was criticized for being boring in, in Japan, Matt, I think you did. Um, but, right? There's this sort of like, the, the yeah. but, it's like, yeah, but you do see it, right? You do see it. What, what the other company sees in him. So I think Jungle Boy is sort of a, it's not a direct one-to-one, but I think there's enough comparisons to make it compelling. You know, what are you saying, Matty? I, when I was watching that segment, it felt like there was some, there was something incomplete about it. Like, I don't, I don't think that this is the, what's actually going to happen. There was, there was Mm. a moment where, uh, uh, Hook started to speak and Jungle Boy cut him off. And the way he said, he's my best friend and sort of, uh, Hook's delay there. I just didn't feel like that was it. And maybe that's because everything else is being positioned so hugely and every other match on the card feels so much bigger than Jungle Boy versus Sonata. I also thought it was really funny that he positioned it in a way that was like, Hook, you already have a title. And he points to his like basically toy his toy, dad. Yeah. His toy belt. And then he's I'll go like, for the IWG I'm go for one of the most prestigious belts in the world. So I can fit in. Uh, very interesting, but I don't know. What do you think of that? I don't think it's done. I don't think this is what is actually going to happen. Am I crazy? I read what you saw as Jungle Boy is going to turn Hook heel on Hook after the Sonata match and give him like some heat exiting another title loss. So he's going to like lose his mind. He lost another title match, and he's going to start wailing on Hook, and that's going to be the tuck away feud. But yeah, I read what you saw as like this. There is this this tension between them. Um. I gotta. Th- I just gotta be honest. I hate. I just hate this pairing. I just. I know <laughs> the match is gonna be good. There's no. But like, this is your card right now, as as I remember it. Kenny Omega versus Will Osprey. Brian Danielson versus Kazuchika Okada. Zack Saber Jr. These, again, these are pontificated, but but Zack Saber Jr. versus Orange Cassidy. Daniel Garcia versus Shibata. Sonata versus Jungle Boy. Like, to me, that is, like, severe one of these things is not like the other. All of those are going to be good matches. Like, the argument of, oh, come on, Jungle Boy and Sonata, they're going to have a great match. It's like, yeah, all We're talking about being compared to a list of hitters. And for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, you know who this reminds me of? It reminds me of fucking New Japan. Except with the shoes on the other foot when they were with Ring of Honor all those years ago. And it's like, oh, yeah, I got to start champion. Yeah, yeah, no problem, no problem. We'll send you our biggest guy. You're going to love him. Hiroki Goto, you're not gonna believe. Oh, they go. He's selling out sixty thousand seaters in Japan. Like, and it's like, oh yeah, of course we're allowed to beat that guy. 
Like, of course, they're not as allowed to beat Jungle Boy. I would like something where I can have a little push and pull with it. I don't know. I, I really liked Eddie Kingston there, especially with the All Japan Dojo tie-in. Uh, not and again, he has other things to do, but I, I wasn't I wasn't a fan of this pairing. Again, I know the match is going to be good. Please don't use that as the comeback. These are all going to be good matches, but there is something not in the water for this pairing that I find in the others. Just my take. Fair enough. Yeah, I think you could put it. I think you could put it. Oh yeah, Ace and MJF. Sorry, I also forgot yeah. Ace and MJF. Come on. Yeah, I think you could when you when you were listening to that. I think I think you could make an argument of it. It being as big as um like Shibata, Danny Garcia. I think I think you could say it's probably a, a hair above that. The IWGP title, like comparing. Yeah, no, absolutely right. Card. card placement, card placement, card placements. It, again, I'm giving you one out of nine. Yeah. So no, no, I got you. Yeah. Anyway, not not my favorite thing. I hope Matt's right and there is some sort of uh, fallout. Maybe Jungle Boy walks out for the open challenge. Some heel beats him up, takes the opportunity. But I, I, I'm i reading this as he loses the match then turns heel on Hook uh, immediately after Hook is just at ringside with him. Maybe fighting off one of the just five guys. Maybe you got a big Tai Chi Hook moment, you know. Yeah, I wanted Eddie as well. That, that was my sort of like Eddie Kingston sees that, that out of nowhere a New Japan Championship title match has like appeared. That sort of, you know, in my brain, that was exactly what would happen next. Is if if Eddie knew that Jungle Boy was about to cut a promo, but opening that challenge, he would just run in and destroy him and look into yeah. the camera and say, "I'm taking it." But yeah, crush him like a tin can. Uh, Fruit Turtle saying the Shibata Garcia match is going to be on the Ring of Honor pay per view. That's a good guess. That could definitely go down there instead of on Forbidden Door. No doubt about that. Eric pointing out that Okada Danielson got top billing in the rundown tonight. Interesting. I thought MJF face would go on last. Me too. No, I think I, I, saying I, no, no way Okada Danielson doesn't main. Interesting. I I would I I was just going to assume that Kenny might main since he was in Toronto. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, Okada Danielson, one way or the other, is interesting to me, is getting top billing. Yeah. You know, because they're, they're not very good wrestlers, the two of them. So it's be a little clunky to go home on, don't you think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not the place to learn in the main event of Forbidden Door, if you know what I'm saying. Let's get into the next match back in Dynamite here. It's the team of Orange Cassidy, Darby Allen, Sting, and Keith Lee. <laughs> Four guys. Uh, taking on the embassy here, of course, is the Gates of Agony with Brian Cage and Swerve Strickland. I thought this cooked. There, there was some weirdness between Sting and one of the Gates of Agony guys at the end. Like, I couldn't figure out if it was a miscommunication. But besides that, I thought this totally over-delivered, kept the crowd hot. Uh, your thoughts on this one, Suits? I think that was a bit of, like, Sting is really old, and it's like, hey, other guy. Things really old. Let him settle down. He'll stumble around a little bit more than like Will Ospreay. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> settle down. Take a breath. Um, yeah. I mean, it was wild. It was a little chaotic. You're running so high from the rest of the show already. Um, yeah, I don't even really remember much about this. So I couldn't really tell you a pairing. Uh, such a it was such a high show, highlight show. It obviously wasn't a bad thing by now. I don't remember just thinking it was bad, but geez. All that's going on and how much I just taxed my brain to think abstractly, like forced it to. Um, I'm having a hard time having a hard time years. thinking big on this one, you know? <laughs> I get that. Well, I'll walk you through the match here, Zoobs. There's a building sort of to a hot tag to, uh, hot tag to Keith Lee, who comes in, 
bludgeons the two gates of agony guys like i really like this whole sequence with keith it's cut off by swerve strickland remember you were teasing that feud is still continuing he sort of blocks the offense but this is getting big crowd reactions the moments between not only swerve and keith but swerve and orange cassidy as well so worth noting that you're getting big reactions all over this match i thought it was a lot of fun i'll admit when i saw the dynamite poster today i was sort of like that's just like a waste of time like any a singles match between any of these guys but they managed to keep it light and fun it didn't overstay its welcome and the gates themselves are of agony. Well, yeah, the, the gates are. The gates are of agony. The, yeah, the okay. gates are of agony. Not the gate to agony. No, no. They don't know how to get there. No. Well, they the are gate there. Itself what, is what, what is there? It's weird, the gates. Yeah. Agonizing. <laughs> the guns are backstage with and Renee. <laughs> the, the guns are backstage with Renee. They won't confirm or deny that they're a part of Bullet Club Gold with Jay and Juice. You know what that means, Zoobs. They are. <laughs> so uh, looking forward <laughs> to the guns joining Bullet Club Gold. I actually think that'll be a cool pairing if they do go that way. Perfect. Um, it, it honestly is perfect, I will, I will admit. But they've been calling out a tag team on social media, Zoobs. That's where you do it. Uh, they've been doing it on social media. I, I'm joking. I, I actually think wrestlers should utilize social media a lot better and work feuds on there. I think like it's completely underused yeah. in a way that is shocking. They work social media extremely well. It's the only reason anyone's watching right now. That's true. Thank you to social media. I, I spent I spend 100 hours a week on there. Every week in the moment. Yeah. I'm on there right now. This whole thing is, is there, you could say. In some Anyways. ways. Uh, they want to face the Hardys, Jeff and Matt, for a best brother in AEW, or best brother tag team, I should say, in AEW. I think you know, sort of hot dynamite next week. This will feel like a big match. Uh, curious to see how Jeff and Matt can work as a tag team, especially against. Do you remember how they sort of had that messy match with the Butcher and the Blade? I like the Guns, but they're not going to like carry them to a match. Not like they're in there with FTR or the Bucks or somebody who's more likely to be able to carry them to something interesting. So yeah, interesting. And the 2023 Hardys match was messy. That's uh crazy um <laughs> yeah listen next week is a nobody get hurt dynamite right where we're gonna sit here and be like nobody do anything crazy we'll see you saturday and sunday so i'm not worried about what's on yeah. next week's card basically at all to be frank with you zoobs can you can you make a train sound effect behind me please oh i don't have it with me oh you normally have the whistle yeah uh <laughs> there you go and Matt, maybe you can be a chugga 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 chugga. You want a train soundtrack? Yeah, sure. Tell me, did the wind no. sweep you off your no, come feet? Come Yeah. Did Root the mother get the chance to dance alone? Get out of here. Yuck. Uh, chugga 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 chugga. Two people and I can't get a chugga chugga. Unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. What, what guy? Hey, you make a train sound effect? I get, I get Matt doing an impression of a bad singer. Just like me. <laughs> Josh hates it is in parentheses in the sound alert. <laughs> like what? You don't need to add those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. Uh thank you for playing the terrible phone rigging noise, Scoots. Appreciate that. Um what I was gonna say, Zooms, do you know what? <laughs> this is this is what this yeah, have to. You simply must. Uh, I was going to say with the uh, Hager train, or sorry, the Wardlow train is what I was going to do. And I was going <laughs> to jump off of it. Yeah. I'm 
Or in front of it. No, I would not. Uh, I'm done with this. The TNT title feels like crap compared to the IC title. Or international title, I should say. Uh, I don't know. There was some funnish stuff here where Arn stops 2.0 and then his son runs out to even the odds. It sets up something pretty co- a cool visual later on. But this match between Hager and Wardlow, it was good. Like, I wouldn't even be able to recognize if something good broke out in front. It's just like, I'm just not invested in anything going on between them. That's not fair to them. That's just where I'm at. Like, I just can't get invested at all in this stuff. They say out loud during this that they they these three have faced off three times. And you're like, God damn. You Why? Made us, you made us watch Wardlow against Hager three times? Shame, shame on you. Shame even on once you. is a nice favor. That was my Hager. thought. I was like, this is the third time I've seen this. That can't be possible. Shame on you for showing it. And I know, I'm sure it happened on Rampage or it happened on Dark maybe even. But like, oh, awful. I remember they MMA had the match. one MMA fight in the cage. That's the only one I remember. Yeah. That at all. I'm not even saying this sucked for the record. I just, it's like, I don't care about Wardlow over Jake Hager. And you can't make me. No, I, I certainly won't. I don't even try. Uh, but then we do cut backstage to Christian and Luchasaurus. They've cut open Arn Anderson soon. They, they've got him in the stairwell. I thought it looked awesome, Arn all beaten up. So it'll be Wardlow, Luchasaurus next. All right. I had hoped we were getting a title for Christian because it would have been would have been the third big championship for Kitchener this week. So that we could do this, we could do this, we could get it. Another 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 piece of gold for the Reeds, but no. Cheers, my brother Marlon Phillips. uh, Cheering us. Has to be the dinosaur that does it. Uh, Yeah, like cool visual. I'm I continue to want Christian and and the dinosaur to have gold. I I want that to happen. I think it. I think it's got plenty of value for you could call it whatever you want casual fans or rehabbing that title i think it being on on christian's arm would be a great would be great for it getting him a variety of challengers getting him a variety of challenges letting him rely on the dinosaur sometimes when it seems like he's outmatched or um just being cunning in his own ways i think you can get a lot out of it maybe he doesn't, maybe he doesn't want to have very good right. chance christian doesn't want to or can't currently have a lengthy title run where he does a bunch of stuff but i would be so down for it with the way he's performed um i'd pull the trigger even though i know they're probably going to continue to do no, uh, Wardlow stuff. Every single matchup Wardlow has now, I will be cheering for his opponent. I want that <laughs> belt off of him. Just, we've done two reigns of it. I don't need to yeah. see anymore. I'm good. Yeah. I, there's no, he's got to go add stuff before I'm going to get in, invested. You were still, and again, you're not putting him in a position to win against Jake Hager, but if you're going to do it three times, I'm never getting away from that anyway. Yeah. Zoobs, are you sitting down? Uh, yeah, I am now. Good, 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 good. Stay seated because Hiroshi Tanahashi appears on Ooh. our screen next. Can we can we get some aces in the chat? Can we see him? Bobby Burrito saying throw the TNT on R. Not the worst idea out of those three. <laughs> uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi appears on the screen. He said, last year, I came this close to beating John Moxley for the AEW World title. And that's true, Zoops. I was in the building. I saw he was damn close. Yeah. He wants another shot. He wants a piece of Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Now, Zoobs, I don't know if you saw this on the wrestling internet this week, but Dominic Mysterio is fighting the Codester over in New York. Did not see that. Yep, that's a match that's going on, I think, at Money in the Bank. I think that's what, what's coming up. And that's a match that's going on, and people were really praising it because they say, hey, you got the hottest heel and the hottest baby face, Dominic Mysterio and Cody, Cody Rhodes. I, I just want to... We're getting Hiroshi Tanahashi 
versus MJF. Now, you you want to talk greatest heel and greatest babyface squared off. This this takes a dump on that match in terms of what it will end up being and the heat from both sides being brought into it. Uh, thank God we're going to be seeing the ace in person, like you always say, Zoobs. What a blessing it is to be alive at the same time as the ace in person. Have you seen him in person before, Zoobs? I have not. I, it's going to be emotional. I'm going to be. I feel like it's. It feels like it's going to be a transcendent moment in my life that I will walk out of that building a better person than I entered it. That will happen. I promise. I don't. I don't see how it couldn't. You know. I know I've told this story on stream before, but I'll never forget. Um, a friend of mine was living in Nashville for a period of time and New Japan America. We're doing one of those sort of half-ass tours through America where they don't really send anyone. It's a lot of the American talent. But he got free tickets somehow. And he's like, oh, I'm going to this New Japan show today. Isn't that what you really like? And he's like, I've got really good seats. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Here, I'll look up the card. And I mean, this was a barren wasteland of a card they put on in Nashville, except for Hiroshi Tanahashi had made the flight and was in the main event. I was like, man, you're not going to regret this just because he's there. And he sent me a picture. He's like, there are women crying right now. And no there's doubt. like these four Japanese women <laughs> bawling, like reaching out to the ace. He's like, what is going on? Just fantastic. But that's not surprising to you, obviously. It's He's, he's once in a hundred years talent. It's just like, it, you're so, you're so blessed. It's so easy to get caught up in the day to day. It's so easy to get caught up in the in the muck, to get run down about life, to be, um, you know, the, the many different vices that trip us up. You know, jealousy or envy, pride. Right. Uh, sometimes you have to just sit and 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 make peace with the fact that you're in the same timeline as the Ace of the Universe. That make that your peace. That the light can touch you, right? You can buy a ticket. We're not alive at the same time as Jesus or B B no. Buddha, one of these no. other fellows. Artists of re some repute you probably admire. Vinci. Not us, but they, none of those guys saw one minute of a Hiroshi Tanahashi match. I'd rather be me. 100%. I'd rather 100%. be me. Imagine they books they'd write if, if Ace was around. Holy jeez. Holy jeez. Man, this announcement just gets me so hype. That building for you think of you know Zoobs. I always talk about crowd unanimous. You talk about boo, yay, this guy. Entry of the aces, a dream. It's a perfect matchup for that. It might be my most anticipated match on all of Forbidden Door. Wow. I can't wait for Okada Brian. I can't wait for Kenny and Osprey. But none of those four participants are one of my three favorite wrestlers of all time, and Hiroshi Tanahashi is, and he's facing off against MJF. I cannot wait. Okay. Now, now you're mentioning uh, Dominic versus Cody at Money in the Bank. I, I think it's Money in the Bank. Yeah, is it sure. Sound, show for that or what? Sure, sure sounds like Money in the Bank because I have almost no interest. <laughs> Very nice. Wow. Very nice. Like, when am I going to be able to say this? I was sitting on Very it for minutes. Nice. Yeah, don't move on. Very nice work. Very nice work. Worth waiting for. That, that was yeah, a absolutely. Killer. I can't wait. And I'm going to be there with you two. Now that's a blessing. And you'll be you'll have just finished wrestling brain live at Taco Taco. I need this weekend, man. Now, so so you're going, oh, mama me, I'm buzzing. I seen the A's. He's calling out. You know, this is great. 
Orn Cassidy is backstage. He does sort of like almost like a deadpool fourth wall breaking thing. He's like, I don't know what's next for me, Renee, but this is the part of the show where somebody's going to walk in and they're going to be my next challenger, right? And sure enough, who walks in? But the man who calls him Orange Dickhead, Zack Sabre <laughs> Jr. Got to hand it to him. <laughs> you do have the, to hand it to him. <laughs> you, you do. You literally do have to hand it to him. Orange Dickhead. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Really funny thing to call Orange Cassidy. Um, if you have to, if you have to get over it like a line, you know. Uh, he walks in. He says, "All right, I want a challenge for that. I've got a TV title. He's got that hideous looking New Japan World Championship and the TV title there, and they're going to go title for title." He says. But then Daniel Garcia walks in. He said, "Hey, what makes you think you can just challenge for this? Like, hey, and where, where's your buddy for Shibata?" Because then we can just name drop Shibata around AEW now. Let's just be there. So you may as well say it. Yeah. Exactly right. And Orange Cassidy says, Well, Shibata's not here this week, but he will be next week. So we'll see you guys there. So next week on Dynamite, it is the team of Daniel Garcia and Zack Sabre Jr., which let's just marinate on that for a second. Because those two, Crazy. if you had those two as a tag team, wh- where's the where's the limit? Tag team champions in any federation, right? Yeah. Unbelievable. Pinch me. I want to hear promos of those guys. You know the Zack Sabre Jr. backstage promos where he's just like talking at a New Japan camera? I yeah. want the back and forth between Garcia and Zack Sabre Jr. in a situation like that. I really think they would be outstanding together. Both sort of sarcastic, brainy guys who wrestle a mat wrestling style. I just love this pairing. And then, of course, the team of Orange Cassidy and Shibata, two of the coolest people on planet Earth. Um. It feels redundant to say, and I know we say it all the time, but just next week on free TV, Katsuyori Shibata and Orange Cassidy versus Daniel Garcia and Zack Sabre Jr. Have fun. Great. It's a little treat. It's a little treat. Next week is like a little treat for us all, is it not? It just seems like it's a little reward. I expect that it'll there'll be a bunch of those little things of like things that couldn't make the written door card but are still interesting given the talent who's around um, sat, like this, this week and, and Saturday. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Me too. I agree with Cadenza. Zach Sabre Jr. rules so much. Yeah, been one of my yeah. 10 favorite wrestlers in the world basically since I became aware of him. And when people talk about the best promos on earth, Zach Sabre Jr. never comes up because they think everything has to be the like CM Punk melodrama monologue, which I love if you're CM Punk or MJF, but I actually think most guys aren't served by it. If you want to learn how to do one to two minute promos, watch Zach Sabre Jr., watch Samoa Joe. Like there, there's, a, there's a mastery of being able to do that too, just being a stakes raiser or a problem starter in a short verse. Wow, this is maybe weird framing for this, but I thought Tony Storm for Sky Blue was probably the most over women's match on uh, AEW television in ages, including the Chris Statlander and a Jay return match. The, the crowd loved this match, Blue versus uh, Tony Storm, and I thought it was quite good too. So we were able to get into this one. Sky Blue's having the breakout. It's happening. Sky, Sky Blue face breakout is happening. They've done a good job. They've gotten her ring time. They've gotten her involved. They've gotten her standing beside your heroes. They've gotten her um, really doing work. Like she's really working week in and week out. You can see it. And I was in on Sky Blue at like six months ago. I was like, I, they're going to, they might do this. She might be their real first homegrown baby face. Like, I think I think Alexa Bliss was the first call I had where it was just like they're gonna they really create something here. Um, she's crazy over tonight. I thought I thought it was great. I thought the crowd happy to see her. Um, felt like she is on. It feels does feel like she's not like an on the come up baby face. Um, yeah, happy happy to have a ton of Sky Blue stock. And I actually got my Blue Sky invite 
today. So I saw as, you followed as, me as I was watching Sky Blue. I got some blue sky. Now that's nice. Uh, yeah, sort of like a, how they push Daniel Garcia, just having them on TV losing a lot, but you know familiarity in that that space. And I thought she's, I thought she had maybe the worst episode of Hey W ever this weekend. But besides that, <laughs> uh, in ring, I, I thought good of Sky Blue. I thought the kick out of the Storm Zero got an enormous reaction even for me at home. I thought that was going to be the end of the match. It wasn't. Then she switches into this sweet, sweet clover leaf. It was just really a, a fun, hot match. A job well done by everybody involved. Yeah, having those breakouts, as V said, saying uh, you had you'd heard that she'd had some like her and Athena had a real smash up on uh, on ROH recently. I was told. right. So I do I do appreciate that transition from um dark and dark elevation to like roh sort of being this place where someone like sky blue can go out and get tv time and get ring time and have banger matches that people don't really see but some buzz builds about um and gets these spots on tv and and you can see the progression you can see the fans getting behind her i think it's important and i'm i'm into it i'm into it i'm in on the sky blue stock i'm not quite there but uh i like the trajectory and was happy to see how the crowd received her it's the summer of Jungle Hook, says Jungle Boy. We talked about this promo a little bit earlier. But he's backstage with Hook. He says he wants to make it even. Matt sort of joked about that correctly. Hook with his FTW title. You'd think he'd go, hey, let's go get some tag titles. Because That's what I thought he was going to say, too. They got belts for that, and we're two guys, you know. Not so. He says, I'm going to go face Sonata. I'm going to take advantage of this open challenge. I really don't understand the idea to give away. Like, why? Why the Open challenge thing lingered for 20 minutes. I just don't understand that. Why and even like, announce already have... open challenge? You already have everybody in the door with all the other matches that are announced. Like you could, I would, I would, yeah, I would let the Sonata thing. We talked about it. I would let the Open Challenge dangle for a week or Rampage or the sure. first Collision. I would have had the collision. first Collision. He can, he can answer it. I wouldn't have had that. I would have advertised like the Open Challenge is answered on Collision this week. That's such a good idea. Yeah. Well, we'll find out and you can give the disappointment then. Just kidding. I know lots of people are happy about it. Sure. Just not me uh jay white and juice robinson i love these guys uh they're talking about ftr and they're saying oh yeah sure like these guys they're tagging they never faced anybody like us it's a little bit of a road as a promo but i have a pretty long leash for listening to jay white speak but yeah they're basically saying beat lots of guys never beat any guys like us something mma fighters love to say every mma interview is like oh sure he's beat guys way better than me but has he fought me in particular it's like well no <laughs> got me there <laughs> definitely has not fought specifically you that is not yeah i'm I'm super in on, on Juice. I think he's uh, he stands out. He's different. In the he's a he rocket. Is. Comes off yeah. that screen. Rock yeah. hard. I think have, adding adding him with the with the guns is great. I think that's going to be a great little mouthy shit heels. It's pretty sweet. I, yeah, I, listen, who, who likes Juice more than me? I'm stoked. I, I love that yeah. people are drinking the juice, so to speak. You know. Hey, now. Uh, FTR says, Punk is our best friend. Could that be true? I mean, gee, a lot of best friends going on here. I'm not talking Chuck and Trent. We just had the be. B2B. Everyone's our best friend. Is it? I mean, is is FTR CM Punk's best friend in the in the locker room? It's highly possible. Yeah, that might be. That probably is true. That Dax yeah. is his number one top guy. But that might change once you know Collision does four million in ratings every week, and everybody wants to work with Punk. <laughs> uh, it's clobbering times, says Dax. I did like that. I thought that was cool. Uh, we then get an announcement this Friday on Rampage. Now, somebody's telling us Takeshita and Bandito are going down. That gets added to, oh no, this is sorry, this is Collision on Saturday, which again, we will be doing a post show for right here on the channel. Me and a very special guest, Buddy Matthews versus Andrade. Crazy. 
no problem with that. Yeah, I mean, and Miro's in action as well um, this Saturday. So, how do you feel about that? The return of Miro's dudes. It's who the roster is. We'll see, man. I I want to believe. I'm I'm sort of holding out on on Miro on Andrade. I'm gonna need more than I'm gonna need more than they are appearing on the show and they're having one match to to be doing the thing that everybody else has sort of been doing. Where it's like you could put him in this match, you can put him in this thing. It's like I'm gonna need more than one week uh, to be hyped about the return. I really feel like your Miro takes have aged really well. Yeah, like pretty early in this, you were like, I don't know why people are bringing him up as a say. Like you've almost pilled me in that way when people are like, oh, it should be this person who's not around. I'm like, oh, we actually have no idea when they're going to be around. And I feel like that's your Miro take. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. But again, it's going to take more than one week. That's sort of the whole collision thing. It's like a lot of people. I think they're going to take a. It's going to take a. They're going to take them a while. As long as CM Punk is doing stuff, that's going to get people in the door. And it's now main event time. And it's hilarious. The show was so packed that the main event almost went forgotten. It is awesome. It's uh, Blackpool Combat Club, of course, without Brian Danielson here. It's John Moxley, Claudio Castagnoli, and Willer Yuta taking on the Elite, of course, without Kenny Omega. It's Hangman and the Young Bucks who are dressed like cowboys. You know. Sure. I thought the idea that it's like John Mox, a guy wearing a death jitsu hoodie, couldn't beat up some guy with a, you know a, a party city cowboy outfit on is a little you know I can believe a lot in wrestling, but that real <laughs> death jitsu <laughs> guy looks like he's ready to ride it like on one of those brooms with a pony head on the end. It's like that's all that was missing. That get up, <laughs> a guy like Claudio. What do you I mean that Claudio treats people like that? You, Get out! Barely registers the guy. You're like that dude. Somebody way up there in the sky. Like the young bucks dressed as cowboys barely register to you, I imagine. That's that's right. The young bucks dressed as cowboys do rarely register to me. Oh, decoin two two seven three three saying great pickup to get Jacobs by AEW. Did uh, Jimmy Jacobs sign with uh, AEW? That would be a great pickup. Uh, really great stuff though in this main event. Uh, yeah, Maddie Max stole it out of my ear, mouth. The hangman and Mox immediately going at each other, even after all the times they've locked up, bringing this crowd to its feet, bringing me to my feet. Uh, th- this can be a forever feud at the core of AEW, not only just BCC versus Elite, but Mox and Hanger at the center of it is more. And he sort of has that with Kenny too, but th- him and Hanger really have something special, I feel like, between the two of them. I did all joking aside, I think the Young Bucks were fantastic in this match, doing their flowy tag stuff all over the place for some enormous bumps to the floor. Knowing where this match was going to a, a messed up finish, I'm surprised they went as hard as they did, but I really felt like this match was electric and did go off. Uh, Zeus, you want to talk a little bit about the end of the match? Yeah, I mean, just sort of to to clap up some of the stuff you mentioned, but Mox at Hanger, I think I, I think I agree, and it does feel like Mox sort of had that with Kenny, and sort of the conscious choice has been made. Like now, that's a Mox uh, Hangman thing, which I think is a, a testament to how yeah. um, Hangman is has risen, and and to Mox's versatility to sort of to be in both of those spaces and fill both of those feuds, and and that's like a huge swath of time if you think about both of those two rivalries and all that they entail. Um, and he is sort of the the linchpin driving the the BCC, ultimately driving BCC elite is like Mox's problems with all of these guys. Um, with sort of an interesting wrinkle to it. And then I mean we get we get sort of the best kind of this action TV at the end here where there's a million. We get Eddie Kingston shows up, you get a great Kingston uh, Mox visual in here, and then Will Ospreay shows up, crowd's going absolutely nuts. Uh, Kester shows up. Yeah, you got you get all kinds of like that. You get 
So you get Eddie. Yes. Then you get Kenny. Right. Then Takeshita. Then Will Ospreay. Yeah. I mean, what awesome. an absurd run of an end of a show. And this crowd was just coming unglued for all the... Gotta be said, Will Ospreay comes across as a gigantic deal in AEW. He really yeah. does. Yeah, I think it's I think it's I think it's huge for them to have that Kenny Osprey thing at at the top of this all. Man, I can't wait for that rematch. And then you get to catch and knee brawling for a little bit. Crowd comes alive, and uh, we head off air with a non-finish, but really a fire dynamite. I thought uh, between a bunch of very uh, wonderful competitors and some great returns, and I just I just can't wait. Eddie's back. The, the show yeah, is ridiculous. The, this is the great stuff about wrestling. Like, listen, the 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 wrestling classics and the the you know the the great technical stuff throughout this and the opening match, the great half hour draw. That's all really important to have that as well. But it's also really important to do this sort of stuff as well, really well, right? Is the like yeah. return after return after re like the entrance after entrance after entrance um, that builds off a really great match that sends you to a pay per view. Like it. It's also an art and a thing that can be as much as we like, you know, WWE goes to the well way too much with the with the false finishes and this sort of running stuff. When used effectively and when used sparingly, it is really some of the best stuff in wrestling, right? The crowd just can't believe one after the other after the other. Um, it's a rare thing. And I think they similar to the draw earlier tonight, I think you have two big things that they use really sparingly. And because they use them so sparingly when they do happen. Um, it feels really big, and this felt really big. Felt like a huge show, and felt like a worthwhile capper, and and felt like ultimately the sales job for Forbidden Door. I know they have next week, yeah, and I'm sure. sure there will be little minds that get ticked off next week as well. But like, I don't think anything could be as big as all these returns plus the announced matches. Um, we're at a substantial card now already. I'm sure there will be things added to. We have the, we have the Punk this weekend First probably but, saturday but yeah i just think there's a ton of there's a ton of great stuff and a testament um we talk about this all the time about like trusting that your guys can have more than one feud concurrently like right like kenny has yeah. kenny has two huge things going on and they both feel huge and it's not like oh i don't understand he's feuding with will and he's feuding with Takeshita, and he's yeah he is and bcc sort of separately from that too and callus is involved in all of it like yeah. it's like yeah it's it's you can tell you can do three things with one overarching theme it's not hard to follow it's you care about the show and the show is done well in these places it only builds and it only adds and that that i think really showed off at the end here is like you actually have like four or five different strands being pulled out at the same time and it feels explosive and big uh and it feels like it's going to be a, a really result filled and impacting weekend um i'm really excited i'm super pumped about forbidden door i'm pumped about collision uh it was a great show and a great ending uh, befitting how good the show was yeah totally agree uh it was really a capper struck sort of that memphis brawly attitude i think i did incorrectly say a non-finish though it was hangman pinning uh wheeler yuda and brian giving him hell for it uh and earlier in the match was saying he would have liked him to have kicked out harder out of things so fantastic stuff uh vz pointing out he's kenny he can handle three more feuds Okay, we, we don't yeah. even go on all these other feds and I got to tune into, you know, him and Luke Gallows hanging out in the limo over an MLW or anything, you know. I'm I'm fine. Let's... <laughs> but no, you're right. He's, he's fantastic and he can be the center of the, the world. So no problem with it there. That was Dynamite, Zoob. Seven for me. Yeah, no question. Come on. And now, Zoobs, I think we shall say farewell to you. Are you what a night. 
I mean, next week is the go home show for Wrestling Brain Live too. All that plus forced abstract, like boy, mile a minute up here, just like, geez, it's gonna be a tough, gonna be a tough night to sleep. You know those nights where you you've given so much <laughs> and you're like you're you're in bed and you're like, wow, I got I got you know this is my life. Yeah, I host I Wrestling Brain. How lucky am I? You know, Zoobs, uh, you're the best, of course. Everybody knows that. Can't wait for Wrestling Brain Live too. Come and say hi to the Zoobs, Matt and I. DM any of our accounts or wrestlingbrain at gmail.com. Zoobs, we'll talk to you very soon, brother. Love and energy. Love and energy.